Hello and welcome to There'll Be Film. I'm Nathan Dust Roberts. I'm here once again with Stuart Laws and Heidi Regan. And this week we're talking Baba Barbie. Bobby, 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 Bobby. Whoa. <laughs> Guys. I'm, I'm not talking. <laughs> Thank you. I think this is one where the men really should lead mm-hmm. on our, mm-hmm. yeah. share our thoughts on this feminist. Um, feminist not piece. the blonde babe we've got here. <laughs> Who, who likes a Barbie? <laughs> Pretty sure we've done that joke. <laughs> What's that on that Barbie? There's <laughs> a shrimp. <laughs> That's, we are what, going in completely cold. What do you guys think? Shall I speak first as yes, for, please, for women? Lovely. Um, I and we won't talk over you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we I'm just aware... want to hear your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> We're listening. Yep. We're allies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am aware of the uh, people's points on IP and that it being, you know, oh, Greta Gerwig shouldn't have to, you know, stoop to the level of a Mattel-funded film, blah, blah. I think I fall more in the, as someone who, I feel like I'm the basic bitch on this podcast <laughs> who likes Marvel. I really appreciate, I think there is a skill in film and in stand-up to making something mainstream have layers and depth and be entertained. And I think there's a real skill to keeping people's attention to that level and putting interesting comments on society in it. So I think within all that context, she nailed it. Mm. And I thought it was such an entertaining film. I was like completely invested the whole time and very good surprise laughs. And I liked, I felt she walked the line of meta how meta she had to be and like not Toy Story style and blah, 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 all that. So I, I reckon like four and a half stars and great. And wow. I know there's the whole like, sh- should we give in and she has to do these things? But I'm like, she can also do the indie films. I think what she did was make a IP thing really fun and have feminist walk the line of feminism really interestingly and all that. So well this done. has been There Will Be Film <laughs> I want you to now go oh, she's shit and women are shit <laughs> There were no explosions uh, <laughs> it made no sense when they were talking about um, in the derogatory about men I was like but yeah, I didn't like that at all. That really wound me up. <laughs> I had to just, I had to punch someone. <laughs> oh, I also, I took off half a star for what it was like sitting next to the strange man next to me who was alone next to me. And whenever anything happened from the start, he'd go, what? And whoa, and do all these re- weird reactions that were just for me because he was on the side, there was no one around him. And the worst bit was when they did the long speech about feminism. At mm. the end of it, he went just <laughs> qu- quietly clapped for well, way I just, too I long next it. to me. I liked it. I liked the speech. <laughs> As a man who saw it on his own in a similar scenario, I felt so self-conscious. I'd be like, just, if you if you don't enjoy it, don't show it. Don't ruin this for everyone here. This isn't yeah, for you. Yeah. Just try it. Don't, don't just laugh at the man's lines. Just, I really was so self-conscious of being an ally. It's like, this is what it must be for like white people seeing Black Panther. It's like, it's good. No, it's, I'm here supporting. I'm, I'm good boy. I'm good boy. <laughs> I'm good boy. <laughs> <laughs> Stu and Nathan? I'd say three and a half for mm-hmm. me. I don't know whether it was like affected by having done the Barbenheimer, so seeing Oppenheimer just before. Oh, yeah. Or whether or not it was from like, I just wanted it to be funnier. 
I thought oh. that some of the lines were falling flat. And I actually sort of, the, the first 15 minutes I struggled with the most and then mm. it sort of settled in and I was yeah, like, okay, yeah. we're, we're off now and we're having a good time. Yeah. Um, I just sort of, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't sort of get on board fully with the Barbie world. And I was just like, yeah, I get, I get this bit. Can we move yeah. on from it? Yeah, I think the beginning was the least funny bit. Yeah. It's still really fun, really enjoyable, absolutely sitting there just um, during the speeches being like, Oh God! <laughs> oh God! Sinking low in my chair. Next to me, going, mm, start clapping quicker. <laughs> I had full brow sweat. It's like <laughs> you know, like in uh, it felt like Hamlet. You know where <laughs> Hamlet does the play to like um, guilt his uncle into like exposing that he's the murderer. That's how I was during Barbie. Like, oh no. <laughs> I'm complicit in the patriarchy. <laughs> you stood up in the cinema and went, I get it. Who made this to make me feel guilty? Which one of you? <laughs> I was at Macbeth at the feast, just, <laughs> oh no, blood in my hands. <laughs> Out, damn misogyny. Out. <laughs> um, yeah, what well, do you think, Nathan? Uh, I think I had the exact same experience as Stu. Like, I struggled. In the first 15 minutes, I was like, oh, no, I might hate this film. Then it really locked in. And I, I, it raced by. I, I did really like it. And I just think it wasn't funny enough. And it did have really good um, laugh out loud moments. But I, did, I wouldn't say it was as funny as Francis Ha or Lady Bird. But then as a part of me, is like, well, what? Or Little Women. Or Little Women. But like, what? <laughs> absolute, absolute lol fest. But I was like, oh, but the framework of like, Grubbing's other movies was going to appeal to me. So this is like a new framework. So the things that I could take away from a Francis Hart or a Ladybird, now like a younger female audience could take that away. So like, okay, this is, I get that. And I think it's important. I thought the speech, I thought America Forever speech was great. I generally, yeah. that was really moving. And tap, 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 <laughs> I'm an ally. Um, but yeah, it just wasn't. Why are you winking? <laughs> <laughs> Big Andrew Tate poster reveal behind me. <laughs> yeah, I just thought like this part of me was like, also, is this the part of me was like, okay, I'm aware that like sort of the Barbie specifics aren't for me, but there are a lot of jokes which I think are targeted directly to me. Like I was mm. like in an audience, and, like no one else is getting I think only only the four other straight guys in their thirties are getting that reference to Stephen Malcolmus and Pavement. Like they're a very like adult sort of specific. Who's who, who is the, what, just to prove your point? Who, what are those words? You know when they're doing like the montage of like the men take over Barbie world and they're like, you should watch The Godfather. And it's like, mm. oh, that one. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I nudged Rahul, who I saw it with. And I said, I'm going to ask Nathan how he feels about this. Film. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, The Godfather. Which is really funny. I loved that. I love they just put like big flat screens in there. Like, I think it is funny, but like, not funny enough. I think it was just falling short. Like, and also like, I didn't... Yeah, because it hurt your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a funny take. But actually, Godfather really is a good film. So... Yeah, it's quite significant. Like, I don't but... think she understood how good it is. Yeah, that think... was the, the one moment I could relax because I was like, I haven't seen Godfather, so this ain't me. <laughs> Ignoring all the times I've tried to, to make people watch The Prestige. <laughs> but also, I don't know how... What I found interesting, what I really loved, like when the lights went down, more than Oppenheimer, people applauded. So like, okay, well, this is something I'm really excited about. But I people weren't really laughing at my screening. No, it wasn't a big laugh yeah. fest. No. I was laughing more than most other people, mm. and I didn't find it that funny. I thought it, I thought it, I found it funny, but three and a half funny, not like 
full Lego movie lol fest. That's you know what? weird because I was also, I usually don't like a film if I don't think it's funny enough. Maybe I had low expectations or something, but I, you're right, my cinema was full and there was only three points where there was a big out loud laugh from everyone. Mm. But I, I came away going, that was really funny and like I was chuckling all through it. Maybe I was ex- wasn't expecting it to be like, bridesmaids level of gags so mm. i was really and i think just also i was so happy with ryan and margot's performance comedically that yeah. i was really just a smile on my face through everything they said yeah it was we're saying it was a real laugh for 38 minutes <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest but like but yeah. never bored I, I was anxious that like no. i feel alienated by it and i truly was and I thought that them being like that flippant dismissal of like, who cares what the internal logic is? I thought that might be grating, but I think yeah, that worked that for was, me. That did. That was such a line that yeah. you had to walk. Yeah. It was a tricky thing. I don't know. I'm so, I'm Joey's so conflicted. I think on the one hand, like it is genuinely, as you say, like a subversive piece of filmmaking where they've taken a, they've read the brief, like I'm going to take, use this um, format to still be myself and make a film that's um, saying to a, I think young women, something that may, maybe a lot of people wait their entire lives to hear that sense of like, look, it is hard. And like, this is what it is. And you're, you're not alone. You're, you're fundamentally yeah, yeah. not alone. And then a, a great film says that and makes you feel less alone. But at the same time, I'm like, it is still like, here's my tricky thing. With, I, I saw actually a um, quote from like a review, which kind of sums up my thoughts. And it's like, it's from Alison Wilmore on Vulture. And he goes, the trouble with trying to sneak subversive ideas into a project so inherently compromised is that rather than get away with something, you might just create a new way for a brand to sell itself. Right, yeah, yeah. And I think that's it. It's like, Barbie, what it's doing here, it works. But I think it is the start of a slippery slope. There is something inherently compromised within it that it can't look past. Well, it's, it's tricky. The, it's like that performative... Uh, feminism sort of thing right of like people performatively being feminist so as to then do bad things yeah Mm. yeah. and it's like now you're being performatively subversive about capitalism and about your role in society so as to sell more product yeah yeah yeah. then also the i met up with a guy after who works in the film industry and he was like being so bleak to me saying film is about to collapse cinema is about to collapse and he said Thank God, oh, let fingers cross Barbie and Oppenheimer that like it's all resting on their shoulders this weekend. And I was like, oh my God, if it's that bleak, like I'm glad that they, the film that it rests on, I'd like, I would prefer it to rest on the Barbie one that has interesting stuff about death and feminism mm. than resting on another, um, like the Indiana Jones sequel. I was like, yeah, so yeah. Much more it's, it's resting on Gerwig and Baumbach and then Margot Robbie as this sort of like, you know, powerhouse actor producer who's sort of has literally risen from like small bit parts to being like one of the most important people in Hollywood. Yeah. And then also, you know, someone like Nolan who's trying to preserve sort of cinematic traditions and big sort of tentpole sort of yeah, um, yeah. features. You go, okay, that's feels like it's in good hands. Mm. And also like Killian Murphy being in that as like someone who's, you know, been around for ages and been good but has not been a big leading also, man. Mm. Also, I, when people are arguing about has she, she had to sell out and all that, I saw, I'm sure you've seen this point, but um, was there that, I don't know if there was, but was there this level of uh, blowback for Nolan doing Batman? 
like yeah no it was like excitement wasn't it it was yeah. like oh great he's got his chance yeah whereas with which, it's like ah you're a big sellout you're ruining yeah, it for yeah. him yeah mm. everyone was like look how he made this like shallow com- comic character like be so interesting and then she does it with barbie and everyone's yeah, like yeah that's oh, true and there's no history to barbie like barbie has the same history as comic books almost mm. but yeah yeah i think it's a bit sexist the attacks on her compared to some that of final, the big final ones. gag i thought was really the very final words yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it was, was so great. nicely set up and yeah. misdirected that yeah like, and you go of course that's but that's a perfect ending to this film yeah and it was one of the so my problem with the funny thing was that there was lots of parts where i was like yeah that's meant to be funny that's meant to be funny that's will ferrell doing a really funny thing mm. yeah. but i'm not laughing and i don't understand yeah. why i don't think i got any laughs from will ferrell or those guys i think that was that didn't work for me at all like they're fine I, I got but it wasn't as one as huge laugh from will ferrell when he um when America, uh, America Ferrero sort of said something near the end and he was like, let's hear what this little p- person is. <laughs> what's, yeah, what, yeah. what's your dream, little girl, or something like that? <laughs> I mean, I had a grin whenever he was on because I, I love him and yeah. um, forever and ever. And I think and I think the lack of laughs with him and those guys would be different. I think, like, he's just been around so long. We're waiting for it. We're waiting for him to do an elf style performance and all that mm. and and the, with the film in general and how funny or groundbreaking it felt i kept i said to rule when we left i said i think i'm just too old to be completely blown away by this at this point but if i'd seen it when i was 20 or 25 it would be my favorite film for the next 10 years type mm. yeah it's the, the 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 chase scene where they're chasing her and she's escaping was like a indicative of that whereas like i get that this should be yeah. funny like they're chasing her but like failing but in a really basic terrible yeah, that way was yeah the my least favorite bit, and i was I like think. well why is it not why am i finding this re- a bit jarring and a d- bit difficult to watch yeah yeah that was a bit which yeah. is a frustrating thing where you're like i actually am really i want to laugh and i, I yeah. had about like three really big laughs in it which is good but like also similarly to like rob delaney and mission impossible i was so distracted by jamie demetrio yeah. Like, why have you got no lines? Like, what is it's so weird that you're here? And you're also, why is he got an American for no, accent? Yeah. Uh, comedians to ever get roles in film. Yeah. <laughs> I also felt like I know that Alan is in there for a specific. Michael Sarah Alan is in there for, as a specific thing. I just wanted mm. him to have. I don't know. There, there was like, wasn't an arc in the way yeah. that. Yeah, I wasn't was that for sold on his role. Yeah, Kate McKinnon's character. Kate Again, McKinnon, I enjoyed, but yeah. She was doing like what Kate McKinnon does, but yeah. she did it well and really great. I felt oh sorry. No, no, that that I, I was just like Alan's there basically, and maybe that's or is a, a meta point on sort of the way female characters are often in films, mm. in that they're just there just to fulfil a couple of like plot points or serve a larger point of being you know this. He's an ally character, isn't he? Yeah, mm. but I thought. Yeah, there's nothing. I yeah, I I wanted more. F- from his as an ending but yeah, yeah i didn't really understand and i wasn't that engaged by his bits so yeah, I yeah. I, the bit i found most or not most enjoyable but some of the really enjoyable bits was like when margot robbie was in the real world she was so engaging when she like would interact with the two the mum and the daughter and just little moments with them and like all the stuff with like her just looking at trees and mm. I was like, mm. she, they, that stuff was really enjoyable, I thought, and just such amazing. And then anything Ryan Gosling 
did i think like every line was perfectly done yeah yeah, yeah. it was the scene with um barbie on the bench with the old woman is so beautiful that's those moments of like oh this is Gerwig, this is like her at a peak. This is what she could, the kind of thing she can do that like no one else can do. Yeah, There's yeah. Moments of just um, human interaction, or just like two people connecting. That was yeah. really stunning. Yeah, that was that was superb. And then you have like the I'm going to beat you off, and you're like, who did a twelve year old write this? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And like you got moments like that, just really tender moments. And there are points where I think at its worst, the film sometimes felt a little bit like the um, Gal Gadot Imagine video. Right, if I like the Gal Gadot Imagine video, what I did over COVID was like, let's get a bunch of celebrities to spread our message. It's like, okay, this no, is a little I bit... will not accept that. <laughs> so let's rank the. Um... Oh, can I tell you one interesting fact oh, yeah. about it? Um, yeah. The guy I met up with afterwards, a friend who he has a two-month-old baby, and he'd just been to a baby screening of it. And he said the half the reason he went to see it was he went to see Asteroid City with at a baby screening with his baby. And he said the whole cinema and I think it shows um I'm the basic bitch who aligns with babies, but apparently in Asteroid City, whole cinema crying for the whole thing. And the only point they stopped was when the trailer came up for Barbie, all the babies stopped crying and went silent like it was their god. So then he took the baby to the Barbie screening and she was silent for two hours straight, like a two-month-old. I think she slept for half of it, but he was like, it was still phenomenal. What I'm hearing there is that a man has forced a woman to watch a movie. Yeah, and I think he'll be explaining to her afterwards what the movie was about. I mean, that's still with Barbie. I'm assuming all the bits I liked were Baumbach's bits. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a Baumbach bit. That was a Baumbach. Yeah, Baumby. (laughs) Where she watches her mother get shot by a hunter. (laughs) So should we wreck the Gerwigs? Oh, God, I've got to look them up. Nathan, you jump in straight away because you're gonna be you're gonna be all on this. Oh yeah, ranking goes. I think mine is gonna be pretty obvious. I think it's just uh, Little Women, three top three descending order. Little Women, Lady Bird, Francis Ha, which I think is an all time favorite. Yeah, yeah. I think Little Women is extraordinary, and I think it's 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 objectionable that she didn't get nominated for Best Director for the Oscars that year. She did she not? I can't remember. She that. didn't. That Tarantino did. Who did? What year and, was that? Um, Mendes did as well, and it, it, that was like indicative of like Little Women is so unshowy and it's so in service of like the performances and the story that um, you know or, you know Tarantino's and Mendes's direction was is all so showy that the the Academy were like, yeah, that's what directing is, rather yeah. than creating a genuinely incredible film. And like a new way to tell that story. Yeah. I'm so gonna... yeah, for me, Little Women, Lady Bird, and then the um, live music video for uh... Arcade Fire <laughs> Reflector. Oh, no, you're going to do a different joke and do Dua Lipa. <laughs> Dance the Night. <laughs> Just came up on the IMDb. I do recommend you watching that music video for the Arcade Fire song where Gerwig is performing it. It's for like a live YouTube sort of like music night they did. And she's performing it. It's great. It's 
great. Well, I mean, all I take away from that is that she is uh, performing and promoting a now cancelled band, which completely undermines the message of Barbie. I'm going to pick it, Barbie. Please do not see it. <laughs> mm. I believe, actually, that music video is probably in the shadow of Frances Ha. I, I, I assume it was around the same sort of time and she's dancing in it. And I assume it's reflective of Frances Ha in some way. I don't know. I hate Frances Ha. Ah. Um, I'm going to go number three, Ladybird, number, and then a tie, Barbie and Little Women. <laughs> I, was, I was like, maybe Little Women is probably arguably better. But then I was like, what is that? What, what's my ranking here? I had a great time in Barbie. <laughs> it was a hard thing to pull off. It's easier to make Little yeah, Women yeah. look mm. Smart. How dare you? Barbie it's easy to make women me. look smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Jerry. I, I generally don't know how to feel about but I, I, I think I just need to maybe see it again and just sit with it because I truly think like it is both an incredible piece of work and yeah, a bit of a yeah, a death knell. It felt like it's the message on the, this is the metaphor of like it's like the if the king gives you a soapbox to share your like anti monarchy message which is great, but then the king's selling tickets. It's like, how significant is the message there? How? Yeah. I th- yeah, I think that's the eternal question that there is no actual, the f- it's how you feel about it. Like, it's yeah. the, do you work within the system or do you stand outside? It's the argument between voting Labour or voting Green. <laughs> and that's my favourite Ch- Charlie Kaufman film, the eternal question of the, well, it's what you do, is it? Well, because in the grander scheme, you voting Labour or you voting Green. Yeah. <laughs> I think she did a better job with Barbie than Charlie Kaufman would have done if he'd directed Oh, my it. God, that would be interminable. <laughs> oh. And I love Charlie Kaufman. If he'd written it and she directed it, it might have been the perfect film. Because a man writes <laughs> <laughs> She saw it. I take that she back. I take it back. Stereotypical Heidi. Yeah, no, Charlie Kaufman's Barbie would be a waking nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I don't think he would have had as many silly gags. I'm going to stick with her. I'm going to allow the woman to write and well, direct it. We would have had Manic Pixie Dream Barbie, though. That's yeah. true. That would have been really nice. And she would have saved Ken from being too introspective. <laughs> but as someone, I did Barbenheimer, so I think the one thing that, because people are like, oh, should you do it together? I actually think they do make a great um, double bill, solely because Oppenheimer, so the spoiler, is just about, you know, they're working with a paradox, something that, they're sort of dealing with formulae that are inherently a paradox and they, you know, what that goes on to. And that's why I think that sets you up for watching Barbie, which is in itself a paradox. It exists in two completely contradictory um, ways. Yeah, she am become destroyer of worlds. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see um, my friend Chris Sutcliffe, friend of the podcast? Friend of the pod. Uh, he tweeted the thing about what the four films that came out. Did you see that? No. It was on the 20th of July, 2007, there was Sunshine and Hairspray came out on the same day. Mm-hmm. So Sunshine is a philosophical examination of humanity in the face of uncaring physics starring Killian Murphy dealing with an enormous bomb. Hairspray is a colourful ensemble movie based on an existing property acting as a Trojan horse for an examination of prejudice. And then the 21st of July, 2023, Oppenheimer and Barbie with the same description. Uh, Great. 
<laughs> and the posters also look uh, very Oh similar. my god, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh shit, yeah. Google it if you're only listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been There Will Be Film. Thank you very much for joining us. We've been talking Barbie, and we're going to be back next time with Oppenheimer Hot Takes. Boom. Oh. <laughs> Bye. Bye.